Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louie. My name is Lockie, and this week I played three hours of Killer7. Hi. Hey. Hi. I'm right. How are you? I'm very good. I'm I'm actually feeling... um, Oh, sorry. No, you go on. Because I don't have to play Killer7 anymore. Oh, no. You didn't like Killer7? Never again. Um, So I don't think I've ever played a game on this podcast that I've been so conflicted about Ah. as Killer7. Yeah. Parts of it, I think, are great. Part of it, it just, it was really a tough play, I found. Really? I as found in, like, a, hard? No, as in, like, exhausting. Mm. I, I think it was maybe the most exhausting game I've ever played in my life. Oh, crazy. Uh, you know what's going to be pretty exhausting? Such a mess. Tell me. Um, trying to describe what this game is to the listeners. This is one of those. This is one of those games that you could probably spend the whole episode just like trying to describe it. I think I can do it. Um, Hit me. So, this game is basically a on rails shooter, except you control when you want to move on those rails and which and whether you go back and forwards or if like the rails go off into different directions, you can choose which route to take. Um. And you run around in third person, you then switch to first person and shoot bad guys. Mm-hmm. And your character is essentially seven characters or more, even, mm-hmm. um, that you can flick between. And basically, you're a group of assassins that inhabit one body, and you can swap between those assassins at will. Mm-hmm. And basically go through a level killing bad guys, solving... Like um, PS1 puzzles. Just the most basic of puzzles. I didn't find them basic. No? Well, they were obvious, but they were really awkward. Yeah? I thought so. Okay. I thought so. Um, Yeah, and that's kind of how I describe it. An on-rail shooter where you change up your character and shoot bad guys, but it's very weird. All these bad guys. What's the main thing that you should say is that this game's like super, super weird. Um, oh, not in a so bad way, kooky. in a good way. Oh, kooky. Um, with like some interesting characters and interesting uh, design choices, let's say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my rundown for Killer Yeah, Devin. it's got like a. Um, I guess the only thing you didn't touch was like the art style. It's kind of just like a cell shaded. Um, Crappy looking. It's like the I, worst example of. I see. It looks great. It looks okay. I mean, it's definitely an interesting game. Yeah. Um. I think it. I think it looks. Sorry. Let me change it to. I think it looks really good. However, incredibly unpo- unpolished. It looks like right. something that I feel like I've made a million times. Not in the fact that I would make something like this game, but just something that is quite cool has something to it, but it's just insanely unpolished because hmm. like the time hasn't been put into it. What would you say is like unpolished about it? Uh, it's one of those like 
can't really put your finger on it. Um, It's like all their bold choices are really bold, but just not quite. So like all their type work, uh, they do like a lot of distorting and like stretching type and nothing's on a grid. You know, it's all all over the place and it looks really good. And a lot of the time it pays off, but some of the, some of the time it just looks a bit scrappy. Like I think you can take stuff. I mean, if you compare it to persona five, for example, Mm. with those sort of all over the place type design choices, that's like not gridded and super distorted in a lot of ways and like mix type and move type around that, like the persona UI is insanely polished uh, when you compare it to this sort of thing. And like a lot of the colors, they're just sort of bump up in ways that I don't know, look kind of mm, not great, but it's, but there's a lot of very interesting design choices that make this game a good one to talk about. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess it's um, I think, uh, it's pretty pretty lo-fi. I guess if you were going to talk about like, if you're going to compare it to something like Persona Five, like Persona Five is like, like ridiculously polished, high-end, like, and they're a good. That's a good comparison because it does go for like similar ideas with like its UI work and stuff, and like, um. Even some of its like color work and and things like that. Um, yeah, there's quite a lot of uh, comparisons that you can make between this and some of the yeah. stuff. Um, Sound as well, like, massively. Yeah, I, th- um, I think I think you go, you go. No, 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 no. Carry, go, go for it. Um, so I think this game, if you had take made it three characters instead of like the eleven or however many it is. Mm. Um, if you take three characters and just make it a short version of that first level, it would be like a game jam, uh, mm. like a game dev jam game where it was mm. made in a day, you know, mm. like a lot of interesting choices, but just looked really rushed mm. is my opinion of it. Yeah. I guess I didn't get that vibe. I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like, um, I, I definitely wouldn't say it was like consistent, um, but it did feel coherent and like all one whole, definitely, and like deliberate. Yeah, so it felt deliberate, but just maybe not deliberate in a good way sometimes. Right, maybe just deliberate in a funky for funky sake. Mm-hmm. Not sure. quite perfect. Um, what I found really weird though, set so the opening level. I think could be played very quickly if you know what you're doing. Sure. <laughs> it but it took, doesn't, it doesn't tell you what you're doing. It doesn't tell you at all what you're doing. Um, really how to do it. It's got a tutorial that covers the basics, but not the, like very the extent. Basics. Yeah. But there's quite a lot to it and quite a lot of things that you have to are required to do in the first level that aren't explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and, after the first level, I mean, it took me, I think, two and a half hours to get past the first level. Mm-hmm. And um, after that two and a half hours, they then introduced this very highly polished anime <laughs> yeah. it's so, aspect such, to the entire game. It's bizarre. So jarring. It's so jarring. weird. And, like, give me that stuff from the start because it's like a professionally made anime uh, cutscenes completely look different art style totally different they look really good though but i mean it fits mm-hmm. within the context of the sort of world yeah. and stylized 
image that the game sort of sets you up with in the first level. But then, yeah, yeah it just gives you this very long, out-of-nowhere anime cutscenes that look pretty good and made me be like, oh, this looks like an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it makes you play two and a half hours before you get to any of that. Or, like, half an hour if you're good. I actually kind of uh, love the way it, like, started off ridiculously obscure and then it dropped it sort of drops information in seemingly random places in order about like what's going on like you don't know anything about the fact that you you have all these assassins but they seem to be one person or like just you don't know why you're there you don't know what the enemies you're fighting are like you know nothing and then like randomly it'll just be like here's like a nugget of information about um about like these characters or like who they who they are or something they're these carrier pigeons and there's like a couple every level and you just you walk over to those and like it's just like a letter um with hard to read text that's like floating all over the place um that just gives you some random piece of information yeah i don't know i something quite satisfying about um the way it was like and now here's a like a five minute anime cutscene about um the history of this world and why you're doing what you're doing it is it's um, so it builds intrigue place, it? in in a pretty cool way and you walk around and there's a a lot of your information and interaction is with these actual ghosts and there are these sort of spooky looking people that are ghosts uh, set around the level and you can talk to them and they just drop you with weird bits of info mm-hmm. um so you sort of piece it together that way and then there's some cut scenes i mean the end of that first level Mm-hmm. I had no idea if I was doing the right thing, no idea what was going on. And uh, it's only <laughs> the boss sort of... fight? Yeah. Yeah. It's Did you finish the second fight. level? No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I got nowhere near. <laughs> okay. Nowhere near. I just started the second level, essentially. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah. It's. <laughs> I really, really had a good time. Um. I don't. What, what was it you found sort of stressful about it, uh, so or overwhelming about it? it? It wasn't overwhelming. It was just exhausting. Mm. Um, I think maybe for one, the fact that I had to play it all in one sitting. Okay, sure. Um, so that maybe like amplified some of it. But it was the sound, a lot of eerie, spooky sounds, mixed with sort of what do you say, like musicy beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of like and cackling Uh, the fact that the controls are super awkward and it probably took me about you know two hours before I was comfortable with the controls Mm. Um, the enemies in this game are invisible and you hear them laugh but you don't know where they're coming from and what you do is you bring up your gun then you scan the room which reveals the enemies but when you're just in a room you don't see the enemies so it's high stress not knowing where these enemies are and having to be like ready to take them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also it was a while before I could realize that you could convert your blood into like credits to level up your characters. Yep. And a low level character killing these things is super stressful. Every uh, mob has a weak spot where you can like instantly kill it. But I found like shooting that spot half of the time it never landed. 
Yeah, that's why I ended up using um, Kevin all the time. Who did you mean? Which one was Kevin? Uh, Kevin I was the main the, guy, Dan the man. Uh, Kevin was the guy with the ninja stars. Oh, right, okay. So Kevin's super precise, yeah. but he doesn't do any damage. So um, oh, so if you, if, you, if you put the reticle over the weak spot, you're going to hit it. Whereas with like basically every other enemy, um, well, not enemy, enemy, every other assassin you can play as, even if you're over the weak spot, I found that you might miss like, depending on the character, one fifth one, which is very stressful when they're moving yeah. towards you, uh-huh. and when they get to you, they explode and hit you quite hard. Yeah, and so also one thing that got me is that when a character, did you have a character die? Yeah, multiple times. Mm. Um, when a character dies. Uh, you can't use them anymore. And there are certain points in the level where you might need that character to, to unlock a door or to mm-hmm. reveal a certain aspect of a puzzle or whatever. And I didn't realize that. Um, and it doesn't do sure, again, anything. It doesn't, to, doesn't tell. It doesn't even it, tell you about switching characters. <laughs> no, it's, that was pure fluke that like I yeah. went to the start menu, looked at the personalities, clicked on one, and then all of a sudden the character explodes in a sort of bloody mess and then reforms as a new human. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, okay, great. Well, I guess I'll play this guy. And that's what I did. And I swapped to the girl and I liked it cause she had a scope on her gun, yeah. uh, which I thought made hitting the vitals a bit easier, but uh, painfully slow reload speed. Yes. Very Couldn't scary. Stand it. Yeah. Um, and when a character dies, you switch to a different character and I'm like, okay, fair enough. I guess. So you have like seven chances to, or however many assassins you have available to you at that point to complete this level. And then what I didn't realize is that you can revive these characters by picking a certain character. Gracian, I think his name is, right? Yeah, I think he's Gracian. I think that's right. And then with that character, you have to go to the spot. And this is all stuff I looked up online because I had no idea how to do it. Looked it up online and it's like you have to go to the spot where you died, find your head. Yeah. And then Gracian (laughs) will respawn that character. And yeah. at this point, I, I was at, like, the end of the level, and I was looking it up online because I didn't know where to go. And basically, the area I had to go, I could only use the girl to get to. Yeah. Uh, she has this, like, ghost ability that you're not told about that can you're like You're, like, half told about. Are you? So, like, I think, I think what's interesting about this game is that um, uh, it doesn't ever explicitly tell you anything. And it will occasionally obscurely tell you something. Um, so, like, there's this, uh, whatever that character, this guy in, like, a bondage outfit. I can't remember his name. Uh, I have it here. He was called Iwazu. It was, it was, it was Aru. It was Aru. He's, he's sort of your, like, servant, helpful dude. And he's just kind of standing around. Um, and you'll start talking to him and he'll give you some obscure, like, not even, like, really... It's so hard to just it's so hard to describe the way it gives you hints in this game. Um because you'll be standing right next to the thing that he's giving a hint about. You'll listen to him say something, but it just won't go in because he speaks in these like weird riddles and you just might move on. But like what well, yeah, so by that sort of um I think you're talking about the wall with the blood on it. Yes. Right? Uh no, not the blood on it. That one I understood. It was the one which held the bullet that you needed to progress to the end of the game. The mm. second bullet, and uh, it was hidden behind an invisible wall. Not an invisible wall, but like a barrier wall that you yeah. summoned your ghost, and it would shatter the wall. Yeah. I, yeah, so, like, I think, like, he's there, and he says something, 
just com- basically almost irrelevant. But it what it means basically is change to this character and do her special ability. Yeah, and um, to be fair, it does show you on the mini map, which is ins- that's the weird thing about it is that like it's both incredibly obscure, but then it has all these obscure ways of knowing exactly what you need to do. So yeah, like on the mini map, it'll show you which character needs to be at what place in order to progress. Yeah. Um, and the puzzles are like, they're dull. Uh, so it's like, get this item to open this door. Um, so there's a ring, a firing in which you use to make a sprinkler turn on to get an item, which you put into Flush a, thing. a toilet to um, collect a engraving to put yeah. in a box to open it up. Yeah. Um, and it's tell it tells you basically all of that like on I'm on the map in a weird way and all the information's there but it's not there's even this character with a mask that will give you like a pretty good hint right next again right next to the place that you need to solve the thing right next to the puzzle and then if you want an even bigger hint you shoot his mask and he just tells you the whole thing which I actually thought was really very cool that uh-huh. was maybe my favorite aspect this guy just holding this weird mask and he's like shoot my mask if you want. <laughs> Um, and it takes blood. It drinks some of your blood if you do shoot the mask, which is right. like a resource in this game. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about that, like demon mask, that I thought was really great. And then when, when if did you shoot the mask? Yeah, I did it for the first one. Yeah, yeah, you shoot the mask, and then he's just standing there, suddenly wearing the mask, flipping you the fingers yeah. on both hands. <laughs> also, the weird thing about the way that NPCs deliver information in this game is mm. that. You can't control... This game has no settings as well, which was very annoying. Like, you, mm. you can't, or maybe it does, but I never figured out how to change the settings in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that was weird was when an NPC delivers you information, it's done at their own rate. You can't control the speed at <laughs> yeah. which the information... You can't, like, cycle through. It yeah. just does it continuously. But it's also sometimes got very long intros of just irrelevant, boring stuff. So mm-hmm. he, so uh, that Iwazaru always opens with the same sentence being like, we're in a tight spot, man. We're in like a really, really tight spot. You don't even know how tight it is. And he'll say yeah. some sort of variation of being in a tight spot. Which changes every level. So like um, in the first level, he says we're in a tight spot. And the next one, he says we're in a bad place or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that opening, that information is irrelevant and you get the point because he says it at the start of every time you talk to him. So you'll sort of zone out at the start, sort of look away, but then the text will just keep scrolling and then you'll look back and you've missed it and you'll have to restart it and you won't be bothered. <laughs> Did you find that? <laughs> no, but I think your attention span is maybe slightly smaller than mine. <laughs> <sighs> but I get it totally. It's it's like, oh, I just, I like, there's a very... Like, it's natural to want to, like, skip through the first couple lines of text. i tell you what, it's definitely shorter when you've got an internet guide next to you <laughs> that you can read. <laughs> so were you, like, stuck, stuck, I guess, just on that bit? or um, So I was stuck, stuck, because uh, it's quite a large game, and if you don't know where you're going, mm-hmm. I didn't want to run around for, like, half an hour shooting invisible enemies um trying to like find this thing the problem i had a problem with the firing because i didn't realize that the dryer and this is just stupid on my behalf but i didn't realize that the dryer was already on so i turned it on 
I didn't turn it off because mm. um, I thought it was off for some reason because it said turn. I'll tell you why, actually. It's not that stupid. Basically, there's a dryer in a room. and uh, Like an air can, conditioner, right? No, no, like a tumble dryer, a oh, clothes, right. a clothes yeah, yeah, dryer yeah, yeah. where the firing is. Yeah. And you turn it off, and inside that is a head with a ring inside its mouth, and it talks to you, and it's like, hi, take this ring back. Um, but when you go up to the um, dryer, the text mm. reads, I believe, turn the dryer on, question mark, or something like that. Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm wrong. But so then I would turn it on, but apparently it was already on, and you had to turn it off. So I see. I see. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I think it's um, it's totally valid. It's inter- it's just interesting that like, um, not to sound like a piece of shit, but I didn't really have any of those problems. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Probably me uh, just being. No, um, no, because it's 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 um, it's a weird game, and it, and it it def- definitely it could definitely be. A, hard to pass like I, I totally i feel like it's just almost like a luck thing of like did i see it this way or did i see it that way if i saw it this one way i'm not gonna think it's the other way because why would i and then it you're fucked and you can't get past that spot sort of thing yeah yeah no i, I definitely didn't find it the most clear maybe i mean you're probably much better at these sort of early puzzle like obscure um Resident Evil puzzles, sort of puzzles mm. that make no sense. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, I thought all the characters were quite cool. Yeah. I like how they have um, different weapons, and you also yeah, get to play as the boss of the assassins towards the end, who's this old guy in a wheelchair with a massive sniper rifle. Uh, he was quite cool. Yeah, he's cool because it takes forever for him to get his gun ready. Um, so he like pulls it off the back of his wheelchair um, and then lines it up, and it's like a five to ten second animation. Um, but obviously, it's like powerful because you only use it for like bosses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was cool. Um, I thought the boss fight at the end was quite good, and movement in general is interesting in this game. Uh, so as mentioned, it's on rails. And what you do is you just press A to move and you just hold it and you'll run forwards and you press B to turn around. Yeah. It's as simple as that. If you come up to a... Uh, B to 180 turn. Yeah, exactly. Straight, straight turn. And if you come up to a split path, you flick, you like hold your analog stick up in the direction you want to go. And uh, like the game will pause. It'll give you the two options. You have to angle your analog stick into that option and then it yep. proceeds you forwards down that route so yeah. it's very weird just moving with a single button it feels kind of good because you sort of get into this rhythm um with like holding a because you can get to the point stop moving um put the stick in the direction then press a again to go in that direction um but it, it didn't take long till i was like holding a and then just quickly flicking the stick in the direction once I got to the split path and keep going. Yeah, that felt um, good. So yeah, so you get into this nice like motion of like very um, quickly navigating through the space, um, which feels pretty good. I, I kind of, I actually really, I found the like 
the base mechanics quite satisfying. Um, I found it a little frustrating at the sort of preciseness of, of my weapons, I guess. Um, I felt like uh, I kind of wanted to play with a mouse and keyboard almost. Um, mm. uh, but other than that, I thought like actually just the feeling of moving around and like shooting, uh, swapping characters. Um, I just did something quite nice and chunky about all the, all the animations and stuff, which feel quite good. Yeah. I mean, you made your uh, run cycle of that guy with two guns. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they will have like slightly different animations for running and stuff. And, um, he was cool. I think, yeah, I mean, I definitely was intrigued by the story. I thought it was a really cool idea. Um, how all the assassins like share a body, mm. and you can swap between them. Mm. I dug that. I dug that. Mm. It's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was so, I was so conflicted with this thing the whole way through. Yeah. Did you know anything about it going in? No, nothing. Um, it was, it was made by um. Grasshopper. So that's. Do you know Suda Fifty One? Yeah, he did. Um, he did. One yeah. Of the uh, what's it called? Archipels. Uh, cor- no. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the YouTube videos was on him. Yeah. Um, and he always makes like wacky stuff, and I've always I've never really played any of them, and like I've only seen them from afar and thought that kind of just looks like wackiness for wackiness sake sometimes. Um, but actually playing killer seven, I felt like it, it has, it has, it's quite a good grounding and, and it's, it's quite interesting. So maybe his other games are, maybe I judge them too harshly without playing them. Do you think you'll play any of them? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> any no. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you ever like have a, want to play a large amount of old games do you ever get like an urge to just arc play a bunch of like archive stuff i mean it's kind of what i use as a podcast for at this point yeah that makes sense um i guess we just explore that quite a lot exploring Ba-doo-doo. things that i didn't get Ba-doo-doo. to play at the chance yeah. Dude, yeah just as a like a pre-warning i have no idea uh-huh. what i'm gonna make you play next week so but you got a list. I've got a list. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I thought the um, transition was a bit much in Killer Seven. Which Every transition? time you transition from zone to zone, it does like <laughs> yeah. this blue static transition. It's so it's quite like stat- static television, but replace the black with blue, and zoom in so your face is right in front of the screen. No, even more than that. <laughs> so the dots are quite large. And yeah. uh, I think it made me feel quite ill. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It's um, It was unpleasant to look at. The eyes didn't appreciate that one. No. Uh, but it was cool. It was a cool game, honestly. Uh, cool game. And I'm glad I played it. And I wouldn't... I, You know, I was thinking, I was thinking I could watch someone else play this game. I oh, could sure. watch a playthrough of this game quite happily and see where it goes. But too stressful, man, honestly. And it was way better once you had a bit of firepower in your weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I so I mean, by the time I'd upgraded Dan towards the end of level one, it was fine because mm-hmm. you do these like double shots, and my gun hit like a truck, and it would just stop everyone after about like three shots. Yeah. Uh, so it was fine. 
it was fine. You know, I'd like aim for the spot, and if I missed it a couple of times, I'd just unload a whole heap of lead, yeah, into wherever else to finish him off if I could. The um the boss fights were interesting. So I I finished the first and the second level, um, and uh, so I don't know how they progress beyond that but like the those first two boss fights were like i was in i was surprised by how simple and kind of easy they were um considering that like not the wrestling game isn't like super hard or anything but like stuff can come out of nowhere and like if you're not really paying attention um you can just kind of end up dead and the boss fights were like kind of super obvious about what you needed to do and were really really quite easy um this the second boss fight is literally um you just have to f- hit the other person more times than they hit you um right okay so you'll you like stand opposite <laughs> each other and then uh travis one of the ghosts that's like wandering around um he gives you a hint a few minutes before saying like just don't stop firing or something like that um and so you just keep shooting her um, and then at the end, it does a tally of who shot who more, and then wow. <laughs> whoever gets more shots, the other one dies. Amazing! That that I'm into. Yeah, that I'm quite into. Thing is, you want that as like a halfway boss, don't you? Mm. If this game would, and maybe it develops this way, but would be quite good with some interesting bosses that were quite mm-hmm. difficult, uh, because most of the gameplay throughout the level at least the first level was very repetitive. Uh, the second level is almost identical. Yeah. In terms of structure. Right. That makes sense. Um, so it'd be interesting to see a bit of flair in some of the boss fights. Mm. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I like the idea of them being like, just kind of like gimmicks though. Like every single one is just kind of like a weird... Um, I love I love a gimmick in a game. Yeah, I, I love, love a gimmick boss like fight. That. Like, um, they're always so like Dark Souls has a couple of like really strange, um, random, not particularly challenging boss fights, and those are always those ones are always really interesting. Um, always really memorable. A yeah, good boss exactly. fight. I mean, MGS has its fair few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. I think. Yeah, I think so. You got anything else to add? No, not at all. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So, what to make you play? I'm hesitant to make you play another GameCube game because we've been on a bit <laughs> yeah, of a binge recently. Played quite a few of those. Oh, actually, there is one thing I want to say about Killer Seven. Yes, is eh? that I found out um, during this week that it, it they actually released an HD remake of it on PC. Oh, really? Which that I'm sucks. bummed about. Um, because uh, it looks really nice. It looks yeah, like that would super be sharp. good to play. Yeah, I'm look that up right now. It looks really like sharp and good because it's a, an art style that like just kind of um, you can just upgrade and it looks basically modern. Let's have a look. I'm watching it now. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, looks better. Ah, uh, well, dude, I don't know what to make you play. <sighs> so many of these... Uh, also, if we want to release on Monday, I don't really want to do a tough one. So maybe a GameCube one would be good. 
<laughs> GameCube, how, what is the string of, when was the last non-GameCube game you played? I don't think it was that long ago. No. Was it? I don't know. SpongeBob. Oh, no, I guess you've Metroid. We're fine. We're yeah, fine. we're fine. Okay, I will hit you with some clues. I have a really good one that I want to make us play. But I don't know. I think it'd be quite tricky to find. It's a PS3 game. Oh, okay. Which um, I don't own. Yeah. and I have, I have a PS3 one that play. I'd love for us to play, but I have no idea how to get my hands on it. I wonder if it's the same one. Really? Assuming other than buying the game. It's, de- uh, <laughs> it's definitely not the same one. Okay. It would be hard to get our hands on it. It's, de- it's, defi- it's definitely not the same one. I can guarantee <laughs> that. Okay. Okay, sure. As a guarantee. Um, anyway, mm. which one of these to make you play? We could do that. That's not a... GameCube game, but I don't know how we'd play it. Alright, before we waste any more time, let me pick one. Um, Oh, dear. I just don't know what to do, dude. Prepare? (laughs) Yeah. Prepare. But we just started up. I I didn't really um, think about it. Before I knew it, you'd hit the record button. Absolutely. We can always pause the okay. app if you like. Yeah, pause the app. Pause the app. Uh, so I have a game for you. I have a game yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a classic arcade uh, scrolling shooter. Ooh, it sounds like something I don't want to play for three hours. Probably. Um, this game I've played yep scrolling 2D shooter Galaga Uh, this game looks amazing is my second clue Mm -hmm. and my third clue is that okay well maybe just for some context I first played this as a downloadable game from the xbox 360 store so you might have played it at my house on xbox at some point Mm. Mm. i don't know do you want more clues uh yeah why not uh it has an army-ish theme an army theme is that kind of uh if I was the the thing that's probably most comparable to this game that we've played a fair bit of is Hard Corpse Up Uprising. Uh, it's like a Contra sort of game. I think you're gonna have to tell me. Metal Slug Three. Ah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yep. Metal that doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was going to I wanted to play this game uh, for more time than I have for a while now. I thought it was going to be like a you're a ship and you're flying upwards for three no, hours. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's no. fine. I'm okay with that. 
Yes. Cool. Uh, cool, All right. man. Um, podcast. Um, oh, huge news. Louis. Yeah. Tell me where you can find the podcast. Um, iTunes. SoundCloud. Google Podcasts. Yeah. 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 Was there yeah, something that, I'm missing? Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. I th- what was uh, that? Oh, oh, wait that's, a second. That's what you normally say. We're on um, uh, Tidal. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on Spotify. Yeah. We're on Spotify, where you, where you get all cool. your music. Now you can get your podcasts. And we're yeah, one. so if you want to listen to Time Played 3HR on Spotify, you're uh-huh. welcome to. And also, go you can it. actually see the individual album covers on Spotify. So, yeah, you can go see lo- cool. all Lockie's hard work. Yeah, hard, hard work, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Someone's got to find those screenshots, man. Um, and yeah, we normally come out Monday. This mm-hmm. is my fault that we had delayed this week. I've been very busy shuffling family around London. And a busy boy. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening. That's, if you go all the yep. way to here, appreciate you. Congrats. Keep it real. Keep it chill. Mm. Uh-huh. Nice. Cool. See you later. Bye.